Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources? Today, the Center for Nursing Inquiry has a guest to join the podcast. Welcome, Carolyn Fowler. Carolyn is the director of the Center for the Practice of Collaborative Leadership at the Johns Hopkins Hospital. She holds faculty joint appointments at the Johns Hopkins University School of Nursing and Bloomberg School of Public Health. Carolyn, who trained and worked as a nurse in South Africa, is an award-winning educator whose career has bridged public health and healthcare, as well as academic and practice settings. Her unifying career focus has been developing leadership and community capacity to find evaluation-informed collaborative solutions to complex issues. At CPCL, Carolyn's focus is supporting nurses from frontline to boardroom in the practice of trust building, curiosity, and personal mastery. Welcome, Carolyn Fowler. Hi, everyone. Elizabeth Scali here. Welcome back to another podcast from the Center for Nursing Inquiry. Joined again with my collaborative partner from the Center for the Practice of Collaborative Leadership, Carolyn Fowler. Welcome to another podcast program. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, everyone. We are here today. Carolyn and I are ready to talk all of these things collaborative. But this topic specifically today will be about evaluative, tricky word for me, evaluative thinking. And so I know we understand uh, as clinical staff, clinical technicians, nursing, nurses, nursing students, you know, we understand the term evaluation. But what is evaluative thinking? Like, how does that connect to evaluation? And maybe even back up some more, evaluative thinking. Can you give us a broad strokes overview of what that even is? Right. So let me just say that if I were to say evaluation is an activity, then evaluative thinking is a way of doing the business of evaluation. It's something that is critical to evaluation, but it transcends evaluation. So when we're able to think evaluatively, we can bring that kind of thinking to program design. We can bring it even into our relationships or our personal lives. And in fact, you know, most of us are doing it pretty often without knowing that we're doing it. I think what distinguishes evaluative thinking is this commitment to reality testing of questioning assumptions. The antithesis of evaluative thinking would be checklist compliance. You know, I just don't question anything. I just say, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. And the key question that we ask in evaluative thinking is, how do I know what I think I know? And in my experience, it's a pretty transformational mindset shift when we go from thinking of evaluation as a form of judging or monitoring or even informing what we do to a place where we're being really critically reflective about our choices, our opportunities, and our assumptions. Mm. Very, very fascinating. I did not know about evaluative thinking. It's interesting to hear that we're kind of doing it all the time. That question, how do I know what I think I know? What a deep question. And as you just mentioned, it does sound like a mindset. It's more, maybe as much of a mindset, or I don't know if we put it in perspective, more so of a mindset than methodology. What I'm curious is how would people know 
who are approaching inquiry projects, you know, evidence-based practice, quality improvement, research. How do people know when they're approaching projects with an evaluative thinking mindset? There has been some really excellent work on this. And I think that the resource I'd point you to is by Archibald and Buckley, who have an interesting article on what you see when evaluative thinking is present. And the real thing that you're going to see is something that's much more iterative and generative than you would expect to see otherwise. The first thing you're going to see is that people are posing really thoughtful questions, really probing, discovering questions where they're not seeking to confirm what they believe, but they're really seeking to ask about something that they may not yet understand. You're also going to observe people really carefully describing and illustrating their thinking so that the process underlying their thinking is being made very transparent and it's being shared with other people. And so then we can potentially see where the gaps may be in our thinking process. You see teams of people who are actively engaged in the pursuit of understanding. And so they're not comfortable with just saying, yeah, this feels about right, let's go with it. They, they're really striving to understand what are the issues, what's the context, what are the resources, what are the opportunities, what does success look like, what's it going to take, who's it going to involve. And it's really grounded in this humility of understanding how is it going to impact the people who are influenced by it or who will have to be part of it. And it's really, it's not the pursuit of confirmation, it's the pursuit of understanding. You also see people seeking alternatives. And so they're not going to say, we think the solution is this, let's go for it. They're going to be probably weighing different methodological strategies or different intervention strategies, different timelines, different doses, and they're being very thoughtful about what alternatives are there. And also you see a real commitment to evaluation. There's no sense of evaluation as judgment or as a problem. You see a commitment to sort of really embedding evaluation throughout the whole process of the work. Love it. Sounds like a very collaborative, but also a productive team. And, you know, folks sometimes worry that it's going to slow things down or we may not get where we're going if we are sitting around and questioning and thinking. But with those types of activities, it strengthens the methodology and, and helps the project team work really well together. I, I love this idea. So if one of the listeners, one of our listeners in the audience wanted to introduce this practice of evaluative thinking in inquiry projects and within their teams, where should they start? Well, the first is that I'm going to go back to that key question. And I wanted to acknowledge that that key question is Michael Quinn Patton's key question of evaluative thinking. The first is to commit to asking throughout the whole process, how do we know what we think we know? Or how do we know what we believe we know? So if somebody says this is a problem, you would say, well, how do we know that it's a problem? How do we know that this is an opportunity? Just to stay in that place of testing assumptions. I think the second thing I would say is once you've committed as a team to this practice, it would be to be very intentional about noticing examples of when you think you're in the place of evaluative thinking. And not only noticing when you're in the place, but to document the insights that you generate as a result of staying in that place of curiosity and humility. So it's often when people are in evaluative thinking, they have ahas. And so for a 
an inquiry team to say, we challenged this assumption and as a result, we saw this different perspective. Documenting that is a way of, in the same ways, back to what we talked about in strength spotting. It's a way of noticing what you got when you committed to asking, how do we know what we think we know? And finally, I would just say, be patient with yourself. It's a journey. You know, in healthcare, we have so many ingrained patterns that we've learned and practiced over so many years. And so we're really familiar with a sort of rushing through the checklist kind of approach. And my concern is that we, we want to do this, but then the minute we find ourselves going back to our old patterns, we get so critical of ourselves and we say, well, I, obviously this is too hard. I can't do it. This is a journey. It's not a, it's not a race. It's just a journey. And as our listeners realize the power of what evaluative thinking can do for them, it'll become easier and more natural to embed it in many aspects of their lives. Mm, Great point. It is a a reminder that this is, you used the word earlier, practice. And so a team does not have to get down on themselves or beat themselves up. You know, you're practicing. It doesn't work out. You have someone on the team that doesn't want to do it. You keep practicing. So I'm sure there's much more we could speak about, but for the purposes of time, we're going to wrap up here. So Carolyn, where can folks find out more about the Center for the Practice of Collaborative Leadership? Well, if people want to get hold of me, specifically if they're interested in more information about evaluative thinking, my email is cfowler and the number one at jhmi.edu. The center's direct email is cpcl at jhmi.edu. And we also have a Facebook group, which is our community of practice. And our listeners can find that at the Johns Hopkins Center for the Practice of Collaborative Leadership. Excellent. So folks, enjoy the podcast this time around. Enjoy the podcast next time around. And thank you so much for tuning in.